This sermon is brought to you by Shofar Christian Church. We hope that you will be blessed by this message. Our audio and video sermons are also available on Shofar TV to download and share. In the third year of Hushia, son of Elah, the king of Israel, Hezekiah, here we are, the son of Ahaz, king of Judah, began to reign. He was 25 years old when he began to reign, and he, ran, he reigned 29 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Abby, the daughter of Zechariah, and he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, according to all that David, his father, had done. Now, if you have read through the book of Kings, 1 Kings, 2 Kings, Chronicles, and you read this line, and the king did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, You normally take a breath of relief because when we read, we normally read, and he was more wicked than the previous one, and he had done more wicked than all those before him have done. But yet here we are, and it's a breath of fresh air. He did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, this king. Let's go on. What did he do? He removed the high places and broke the pillars and cut down the Asherah. Those high places was places of idol worship. Okay? Often when Israel would marry with women from other tribes, they would marry their faith and their idols into God's kingdom, which was very dangerous. Now, one of these things was the Asherah. Now, the Asherah is the name of a mother goddess, which would be represented by taking a pole and carving image out that would represent her and those poles would be planted and people would bow down before it another way which I thought is it's quite an arty move is they would just take a tree cut off it at one place and then out of the tree carve the asher and they would leave that thing there with the roots all right uh, which would be an abomination in the sight of the Lord until Hezekiah came and cut those trees and those poles down. And he broke in pieces the bronze serpent that Moses had made, for until those days the people of Israel had made offerings to it. It became an idol. He trusted in the Lord, the God of Israel, so that there was, now listen to this CV, there was none like him among the kings of Judah after him, nor among those who were before him. Those are heavy words. Imagine scripture says that of you. (laughs) We can say this was a good king. Let's carry on. For he held fast to the Lord. He did not depart from following him, but kept the commandments that the Lord had commanded Moses. And the Lord was with him. Wherever he went out, he prospered. He rebelled against the king of Assyria. We are about to enter that story in a moment and would not serve him. We even in Proverbs, we see, These are the Proverbs of Solomon, which the men of Hezekiah, king of Judah, copied. What do we see here? A teachable man who takes wisdom literature from other inspired people of God and copies it to learn from it. We see a well-rounded king. Now, that being said, let me just take a sip of water. This is round number three for us. We've got such bad religions in the world today. One of them says, if you do good things, good things will happen to you. Not to King Hezekiah. 
not to King Jesus. Put the right stuff into the universe, the law of attraction, the right stuff will come back to you. This man did everything right. Before his gates comes the foul mouth, Rapshake, to plunder and break down his city. Sometimes good kings had terrible battles to fight. Sometimes wonderful people of God will face genuine attacks. And many times it would not be because of sin. It is an appointed battle for you to conquer through. Okay. That's why I gave us the backstory of Hezekiah, because we are quick to say to ourselves also, we, we condemn ourselves when something bad happens. We, we condemn ourselves. We're so, so bad. We're such bad people. That's why we have this thing. That's why this person now has cancer, because we're so bad. And sometimes it's just not that. It is true that sin destructs areas of our heart and our lives. And if we repent of our sins, there is waters of refreshment that comes in. 100% true. It is also true when we have done that on our road of discipleship, of being a faithful king, that there will be certain battles that we will have to fight and be victorious over. Amen? Good people. There's no such thing, but... Healthy disciples will have battles to fight. Same is true for you. Same is true for me. And the same was true for King Hezekiah. So how do we do it then? Let's go on. Rabshakeh said to them, Say to Hezekiah, thus says the great king of Assyria, what do you, on what do you rest this trust of yours? He goes on. If you say to me, we trust in the Lord our God. This is the baddies speaking, right? From Assyria. Is it not he whose high places and altars Hezekiah has removed? What is that? That is a lie. That's what that is. Whose high places was removed? It was the Asherah, those of demons. It was false idols. But that's how attacks work. <laughs> Listen carefully. It is a lie. He goes on. He says, moreover, is it without the Lord that I have come up against this land to destroy it? The Lord said to me, go up against this land and destroy it. What is that? It's a lie. This man comes against Jerusalem and he says, it is God who told us to come and fight against you. It's a lie. I think just one thing we can note right here already, a lot of the attacks that we face, if we can just get the lies out of the way, we're in for a good fight. Because there's a lot of those. Let's go on. Now, the three men representing Jerusalem response, Eliakim, Shebna, and Joah, said to the Rabshakeh, please speak to your servants in Aramaic, for we understand it. Do not speak to us in the language of Judah within the hearing of the people who are in the wall. Now, what has happened is the people have gathered around this confrontation. That's a press conference, right? But now the three men from Jerusalem asks the prince, the chief of princes, the rapture, will you speak to us in Aramaic? Let's, let's talk 
have a conversation in a language and maybe resolve the conflict without upsetting all of Judah because they are listening. You know, when mom and dad fights, it happens every now and then. I don't know about you guys, but we do. But we try not to do it in front of the kids because after discussing it, for a while, we come to unity and a conclusion and we can go downstairs and everything is fine. They don't have to listen to the fight or the disagreement. Are you with me? It's exactly what these men are asking. Let's get to a place of meeting one another without upsetting the whole nation. And look at the disrespect here. The rapture guy said, has my master sent me to speak these words to your master and to you and not to the men sitting on the wall who are doomed with you to eat their own dung and drink their own urine. That is disrespectful. And the intent is to upset the whole nation. Intimidation. Then the rapture student called out in a loud voice. Now he's addressing the people. Hear the words of the great king of Assyria. Thus says the king, do not let Hezekiah deceive you for he will not be able to deliver you. Do not listen to Hezekiah, for thus says the king of Assyria, make your peace with me, come out to me, then each one of you will eat of his own vine, and each one his own fig tree, and each one of you will drink the water of his own cistern. It's making promises to the people. Forsake your God, your faith, because your wealth is here with me. The stuff you want is here. Come out of your city, draw near to the king of Assyria, and he will make your dreams come true. So there's three things we can pick up there. How the enemy will come when he attacks you. Cunning spiritual deception and lies. Head on disrespect and intimidation. And promises of life, stuff you want, if you would forsake God, he would tempt you away. How do, we, how do we respond to that? It's very important this morning. King Hezekiah strikes back, right? What did this king do? A good king that we can follow after. Let's read together. As soon as Hezekiah heard it, he tore his clothes and covered himself with sackcloth and did what? went to church and he did not go with his Sunday car and he did not have his makeup on. He looked trashed and he went in to the one place where he have learned where to go when he's under attack. And that day it did not matter how he looked or how he smelled got right into it. The first thing you do is you flee to the house of God. Well done. Well done. Oh, give yourself a clap. It is not this building. Right? It's a fine building. But it is what is happening here this morning that will help you in the battle. You have already Saying to the king of kings, stimulating the faith in your heart. You've already prayed. With Tuane, we've prayed. You are hearing the word being broken open. I will put 
money on it. That if you, if this is what you do, like I've been doing it the last 20 years of my life, you will withstand every battle. There'll be times when you'll get struck, but I'm sure you will get up and you will make it all the way. This is what the king did thousands of years before, before Jesus came. It is still God's answer. But unfortunately, the enemy with his cunning lies and schemes and intimidation changes the script every now and then. Now, who of you have heard this or have said this yourself? I've heard it many times. I would invite someone to church or to small group and, and then they would utter uh, these following lines. Something like this. I am going to come to church once I have sorted out the situation in my life. Then I will come. Who's heard that before? Yeah. I will come to small group, but, but, but at the moment we are going through a bit of a tough time. That's rubbish. You should come with the ash on your head, with your clothes torn, because he is wanting to bring you in to help you give victory. This has not changed. You have responded already. Now, if you are not under attack, what you are doing now is you are strengthening yourself should there be one. So that you can be in automatic. Right? Train for war in times of peace. Welcome to your victory. The next thing he did is the following. He sent Eliakim, who was over the household, the shepherd. Now we heard these names. They went out to meet the Assyrians before, the secretary and the senior priest, covered with sackcloth to the prophet Isaiah, son of Amos. And Isaiah said to them, Say to your master, thus says the Lord, do not be afraid, because the words that you have heard with which the young men of Assyria have reviled me. Every person, if the attack is in the shape of a human, Whatever form the attack takes, a foul-mouthed foul person is just a young man before God. All right, remember that. But what Hezekiah does here is very important. Let's go to the next slide. He alarms a brother in the faith. He goes into the house of the Lord, and then he says, please let my brother Isaiah know what's going on here. Because at this stage, I need a brother. I need prayer, someone to speak to, someone to reflect with. Look around you. You are set up for success. That is why 20 years ago, when I fell at his feet for the first time, I joined a small group, and I've never left small group since 20 years ago. Never. I've been in many small groups, in many towns. People have come, people have gone, but I will be there. Positioning myself with my brothers. And I make new brothers every year. Because I know how important this is. I want to invite you to do the same. Hezekiah received the letter from the hand of the messengers and read it. And Hezekiah went up to the house of the Lord and he spread it before the Lord and he prayed. 
O Lord of hosts, God of Israel, enthroned above the cherubim, you are God. You alone, of all the kingdoms of the earth, you have made the heaven and the earth. What is the third thing this man acts? He submits everything to God in prayer. He spreads the letter open before God, and he prays it through. And as he prays, he remembers, oh, God of the nations, God above the angels, God who made everyone, also that young man of Assyria, it is to you I come, and I lay it open before you. And as we read on, Scripture concludes, it says, And the surviving remnant of the house of Judah shall again take root downward and bear fruit upward. They will be healthy, spiritual. And then, the angel of the Lord went out and struck down 185,000 in the camp of the Assyrians. And when the people arose early in the morning, behold, these were all dead bodies. After Hezekiah went into the house of the Lord, alarmed a friend and prayed to his God, he has done what every human can do. But even when we do that, it's not like there's a cause and effect on how things will turn out. But after we have done what we can do before God in obedience, then the angel of the Lord acts with what only he can do in your life and in mine. This looks different. These outcomes look different. But God is faithful in that when he acts on your behalf, he takes you on a journey where he will never leave you and take you all the way. That's how we act when we are under attack. I just want to conclude with this idea. Sometimes when we are in under attack, those lies, uh, those deceptions fall on our ears and the ears of our heart. And there's something in us where we believe, man, I cannot really break this open before the Lord. I, I cannot afford to be honest with him because he knows how sinful I am. He knows I, I made this mistake and that mistake. He, he knew I forgot to pray this morning. I know we hear these things because I'm a pastor and I hear them, all right? And then sometimes we hesitate to come before him and spread it open. Remember this when you feel like that. That's an attack. When there was a dire situation on earth, what? And the question was, will humans ever reconnect to God? Will we ever be with him again? The word became flesh. God sent a message, Jesus. And he was spread open on a cross from one side to the other, naked. There was nothing to hide. There was nothing romantic about it. And then they lifted him up. So that forever and ever, those who love him can come to God and spread open their own hearts before him without being afraid. 
he was there. He literally was spread up open and beat to pieces. When you bring your battle to him, he knows. And he understands and he acts. Isn't that incredible news this morning? So what I want us to do this morning is to respond as we finish off. And I want you to just sit back where you are, take a breath, maybe close your eyes. And I want, you, I want to ask you, what should you spread open before the Lord this morning? Reach into your heart and say to him, Lord, I bring you my frustrated heart. I bring you my angry heart. I bring you my impatient heart. Maybe it's not an immaterial thing. Maybe there's literal things that, that, that's getting to you. So, Lord, I bring this to you. Give it a name. Call it out. And let's, let prayers arise from this place this morning. Amen? So, let's pray. I'm going to give you a few minutes for that. Where you are sitting. Don't think your prayers this morning. At least whisper them. All right? So that the devil can hear them. All right? I'm giving you a minute to pray while Mariette makes music for us. Let's pray. Amen. Just where you are seated. Thank you, Lord, for this moment. Bring it before the Lord, that person, that situation, your heart. Spread it open. Don't keep it in. Don't close your fist, all right? Open. Often like this morning when we have these times of prayer, you, you just see someone uh, wipe off a tear and that's all, it's actually good to see because it means we come to a place where the angel must, must act on our behalf, isn't that true? Now, no one can guarantee to you the outcome of your specific prayer, but what we can guarantee is that God is not a liar and when we bring our prayers before him, he acts in a way he sees fit and he will take us on the journey so we can live with peace. Amen. I want to just give over to Lisa that will just quickly tell you what's happening around church this week and today. And then we'll end. Thank you for listening. Remember that our sermon audio and videos are also available on Shofar TV. 
Go to www.chevronline.tv to download and share.